welcome to the 831 Living Your Best Life podcast with Jungle Jim Hunter. This week, we celebrate the Alpine World Championships in Italy, and I'm celebrating by talking about skis and skiing and people that made a difference in my career as an Olympic skier. And I appreciate you listening. And I'm still dealing with the questions that people have sent me. And this week's question or today's question is, how do you know if a coach or leader is invested in you and your children? I get these questions often after I speak somewhere. And I hope that today you will be inspired and empowered to listen to the podcast and take it seriously. You can go to your favorite podcast provider or my website, junglejimhunter.com, and download and click on like, and please let us know how we can help you. And now today's question. How do you know if a coach or leader is invested in you and your children? Dad rarely wasted time and focus and was adamant about being prepared to step into a challenge. Our first summer camp was the Billy Harris Hockey School north of Toronto. We registered and found out that you had to be 10 years of age to attend camp. Now, we'd taken the train all the way across Canada, my older brother and my younger brother and I. My older brother was 12. I was 7 and my younger brother 6. They were faced with a dilemma. They had our money, they had us listed, and we had no parents to talk to. My brother turned around, reasoned with them, and we stayed. I asked him what he said after they said we could stay. He said, once you see them on the ice, you will not want to send them home. It was true. After the first session, the coaches said, follow these boys, and every 10-year-old in that class followed us. Dad would only put you in a position that he knew you could lead in. The summer of 1966, he sent me to the Billy Harris Hockey School in Toronto, Gordy Howe in Detroit, Bobby Hall in Chicago, and Johnny Busick in Nelson, B.C. His dream of me still becoming a hockey player had not died. I flew to Portland, Oregon that summer as well to attend the 1964 Olympic gold medalist Pepe Stiegler's ski racing camp at Mount Hood. He learned that the best male skier in Canada, Ernie McCullough, was going to be there coaching and hoped I would be coached by him and recognized by him. I knew who he was and I listened and watched intently. He set an incredibly high example of what it took to be the best of the best of the best in Canada and how they worked. That summer, I was coached by a gold medalist, national champions, and some of the best of the best NHL hockey players in the world. Dad believed you needed the best of the best of the best to become the best. You see, to him, the enemy of bad was fair, and average was, well, it was the enemy of good, and the enemy of good was better, and the enemy of better was best. Dad always said best meant be excellent setting tempo. This applied to milking cows, spreading straw, picking rocks, or playing hockey, and in this case, skiing. Basically, everything. There is no such thing as giving 100%, he would say. 100% meant you were willing to give your life, and he said few of us would ever be willing to do that. He would say that people lie to themselves and say that they give 110%, but that's impossible to give. You can't give more than what you are, and that what you are is 100%. But it's possible for you to give all you can and still discover that you're only giving 50% of your full potential. And you know that because the next day, the next time, you give a little bit more. So 
if you say you gave 110% or you gave 100%, you really can't go any higher. The key is to operate above 80% of your maximum effort all the time. There is a way to measure this, but this podcast does not allow enough time for me to explain it. It will be in a future podcast. To my father, the power of your words is most important and is every person's power to create. Most people speak before they think because their emotions are in control, causing them to react rather than think, control, and compose before responding. Think about it. At the end of the summer, I had been to one ski camp and four hockey schools. At the end of that summer, Dad was sent one letter. None from the NHL camps. However, the manager of the Mount Hood camp, Lorne O'Connor, sent an evaluation letter. Dad saved it all his life. And before passing away, he gave it to me. He said, I invested in your ski career because of this letter. He said, you would think if you send your child across the country to a school that at the very least would give you a report card and a letter telling you what you had to work on in the future. You'd think those hockey schools would have known that. It takes time to think, keep notes, and think and write in a letter. It takes effort and focus to explain performance, challenges, and potential, and what needs to be done next if adhered to for another person. It impressed my dad because it modeled his concept of best. He would often say, when you leave a job and you've invested your life in doing your best, they will give you a letter of recommendation if you've done a good job. But to my dad, that was fair performance. Yeah, just fair. If you did a great job, the people you work for, he would say, should give you a letter of recommendation before you leave, finding you the best place to work not try to keep you and stifle your growth. Lorne O'Connor took the time to write a letter to my dad that was determining if making the sacrifices he was making was worth it. We think today that 142 characters or 252 characters or a test is enough. Taking the time to think, compose, and write so the recipient benefits from your knowledge is giving the recipient more than they have. And that is the only time you give that person more than 100%. When I finally became associated with the Canadian national team, Lorne O'Connor was the technical director for Canada, and I became a ski racer and not a hockey player because of his letter. My quote for the day, words have the power to create, so if you use them, use them to bring out the best. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and you've been listening to 831 Living Your Best Life podcast. I hope I've empowered you today by listening and that you will subscribe, download, and click on like and let us know how we can help you. My personal dare today is to ask yourself who will have the discipline to evaluate performance and be accountable for their words, raising the recipient's level of responsibility, empowering them to go on to bigger, better, and best performances tomorrow. These are the leaders and coaches that invested in you and yours. Your 1% challenge, 15 minutes today, listen to this podcast for eight minutes, and then eight minutes to make a list of the eight to 31 people that invested in you and thank them. 
How do you know if a coach or a leader is invested in you and yours? If they don't give you a report, if they don't tell you what you need to do next, then get a new coach or a new leader. I hope you will have grown before we meet next time. Thanks for listening. Yeah.